shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for sanctify us by your word by your truth Father Lord Jesus we pray Lord that this morning we would partake of your fire once more the fire of purification your fire of sanctification your fire of purging that deep down within us would receive a change again that will receive a change that today will partake of the very life that flow inside of you father we know that we need your touch that's why we are gathered we are aware of things we deem that might be against your life we are aware of our weaknesses that's why we are here that you will strengthen us by your word Amen. by your spirit Lord, i pray that today you would help us to be filled again with your spirit that you will fill every heart here and you will raise every heart up to you that we shall be raised up that we will arise again today in the name of Jesus 
Lord. Help us, Father, today. Help us to receive all that you have for us, to take all that you have. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you. For in Jesus' name we pray and worship. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's have our seat. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're welcome here this morning. Can you just say hi to your neighbor? Hi. How are you doing? How was your week? Hope you had a wonderful time. Hi. Hope uh, we're not too tired. We're not too stressed. Hope we are bouncing in the Lord. I know I was remember that song. Bouncing in the Lord, we are bouncing in the Lord. Amen. Bouncing in the Lord, we are bouncing in the Lord. Bounce, 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 we are bouncing in the Lord. Hey, bounce, bounce, bounce. We are bouncing in the Lord. Bouncing in the Lord. We are bouncing in the Lord. Hey, amen. I hope we... We are enjoying the presence of the Lord. Yes, sir. And that, uh, you know, we are being blessed already. Yeah. Uh, thank God for his mercy and thank God for his grace. We thank God for how he has helped us to be here. How many of us are happy to be here this morning? Are we excited? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sorry for taking our time a bit. Uh, no, I just felt that we needed to just you know, um, minister to the Lord a bit this morning. I didn't want to rush. I know we have less time, um, but that's okay. Amen. The Lord will help us, uh, grant us speed. Amen. For the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, I just want to appreciate each and everyone that is here. Uh, I want to appreciate... Uh, uh, our brother Stephen here. Our, I'm sorry, that was a mistake. Our prophet Stephen here. <laughs> Amen. I want to thank you for for being here and uh, for, for for helping us with the keys. The Lord, Lord bless you. Thank you for for the oil that you you pour. Amen. And uh, thank uh, brother Kelvin here. Thank you for for all that you do. Amen. Thank you for leading us in prayer powerfully. And uh, the Lord will increase us. Amen. And strengthen. Thank you so much. And I uh, just want to appreciate my, my lovely wife. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for, for helping us this morning. And thank you for yielding yourself to the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the powerful worship. We, we thank God for you. We appreciate what the Lord is doing. And we pray that the Lord will increase the oil Amen. upon and over you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 
and I want to appreciate everyone else that is here. Just appreciate yourself. Just thank God for being here. And we're happy to see you, Joy, Duno, and uh, our, our sister here, uh, Edith. I just uh, that's here to thank you. Just, just thank yourself. Appreciate yourself again, small, for being here. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us are, are ready this morning? Amen. So, Ali Mahal Vesim Hal Pia Masaya Nafia. Em Hal to Hayama and Hayama Sinaka. Apram Mahal Vespan. Helna. Helna Maya Emahana. Helmanaya. Helmanaya. Hayamas Elman. Helman. Elman. 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 O Mahan Helman. M L L L is L. Elman. Mahina man. In a 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 man. In it's in you. 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 You in. It's in. It's in. Inside. It's inside. I and a high and a man, a kai and a man. Elman. 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 El. I'm working out my being. 
I'm working out the fullness of my life. Mm. I'm working it out even from your inside. Mm. I'm working it from your inside. Yes. I'm weaving, weaving, weaving a nature. I'm yes. weaving a type of man. Yes. I'm weaving a type of man out of you. Mm. I'm means the inside working on you. I'm working on your inside. I have started the work on the inside. I, I have started the work on the inside. Yes. I have started the work on the inside. Yes. I have started this work on your inside. Mm. For you see, yeah, you think this work is little, but it's not little. Mm -hmm. It is not little. Yes. For it is of a great measure. Mm. It is of a, of a great measure. Yes, e no. Even the heavens rejoice mm. at the winning of a single soul. Yes. Even no soul is little. Yes. Even no soul is small. Mm. Even the soul with me is a soul of much, much, much much more a soul a soul of me a soul a soul mm. with me a soul a soul built by me is yes. a soul of multitude yes. multitude multitude mm. even multitude of strength yes. even multitude of powers yes, multitude of strength yes. multitude of powers even powers even powers yes, powers no. These powers have I put in your inside, yes. in your inside, yes. to alter your path, to mm. guide your path, to make you strand, yes. stand, strand, stand, strand, stand, 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 mm. to yes. make you stand, is to make you stand, yes. to make you stand, to, ma to, to make you stand, is yes. to make you stride, make you stride, make stride, make stride. Yes. To make strides, to take, to take steps, to take steps, to take steps, yes. steps, steps, even get steps, steps onto me. Yes. yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, our Father. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you we give you all the praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Spirit of the living God, I pray, Lord, that you will guide our thought this morning. Amen. Even in your word, I submit to your spirit. I submit to your guidance, to your leading in the word. That, Lord, you would bring forth light and life by your word. Lead us, lead us, lead us in your word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of us are 
first of all, consoled by what the Lord has said to us already. Amen. Uh, I'm seeing some consolation in, in that interpretation, tongue and interpretation, and I believe the Lord is making us see that uh, we should not just uh, overlook what is what the Lord is, is doing inside of us, no matter how little it is, not to count it all dung. Amen. Um, no matter how little it is, you should not just overlook it or despise it or let every other worries overshadow what the Lord is doing. Nothing else should overwhelm that. If anything else overwhelms what the Lord is doing in your heart, it's Satan that wants to take you out of the way. Just for you to give up on the Lord. So, hold on to your faith. Be steadfast. All your worries are And we put throw them into the is it the ocean of forgetfulness <laughs> to the sea of throw them in the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. Uh, I just want us to you know pay attention to that because it's important. Amen. Um, in a way, I'm seeing you know, direction, but uh, I'm just waiting on on the right entrance, amen, regarding, because one thing I've realized is the entrance that you take into a door is very important. Because sometimes, if not by, by unless by mercy, heaven redirects us in a way. It's almost, we might, not that we might just brush really what the Lord wants to do and just, just, you know, we'll say something still that will be, that will be blessed, but that, that, um, how do I put it, that uh, carefulness to, I mean, it's possible it might be we, but that carefulness to ensure that we enter the right door in the spirit, I think is an important heart right, that we have. And it's not just regarding scripture alone, because it's also an attitude that we take around in life, right? Whereby if, if you are keen to, to pay attention to scripture and in your, you know, just wanting to just make sure you enter the right, that, those kind of, that kind of heart posture is not just something you can find, it's not just something you can just easily throw away like that, right? Because it's, one thing I've realized is that heaven, see, little, little things that we don't count, is, is something that is very important to them. Something as easy as that one, or just shape our hearts in a way, you know, those little, 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 little things. They look at it, they watch it. And one attitude can send hosts, hosts of heaven away. You might still have some hosts, but you can send hosts. Right, I mean, but, you, but the thing is that, but you need all of the hosts. Right? 
-hmm. So we can't just, because of our heart attitude, you know, now fall short. Amen. Amen. Now, because here's the thing. As we are all journey, we all have weaknesses, right? Exactly. But as long as you know, we, we are keen, we, we just set our heart on the Lord, we are focused on that. I'm pretty sure that there's nothing that heaven can't heal. Yes, Amen. 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 No. And one thing I wanted to also say, thank God, you know, I remember this, you know, just to encourage us not to be weary. Yeah. That we should uh, be steadfast in well-doing. That we should continue in well-doing. Right? Seeking for glory, honor, Right? And what? Immortality. Eternal life. Right? We should be steadfast. We should keep on. And don't let your brother's uh, weakness distract and, you know, just or your sister's weakness. Don't let, don't let that stop you from journeying spiritually. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I want to ask us a question. Not really a question. So when, when you know, we heard that there's something the Lord is doing, there's a kind of man, what scripture came to mind? Yeah. Just a little exercise quickly. It doesn't have to mean that everybody will have the same scripture. Just what scripture, does it, the, the scripture come to anybody? Hmm. What, what? Yeah. All of us are looking. Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is there, okay, okay, right now, is there any scripture that is coming to you? Everybody's trained. Okay, are, we work, are you working in love? It's all right, okay. All right, whoever worked in love first should start. So who first walked in love? So they said the prophets. Okay, so let's give the prophets. So, prophets, help us, sir. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Shall finish it until the day. Of Jesus. Amen. Amen. It that began a good work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Alright, so who worked in love second? For, for those of us online, please bear with us. We have, we have a little weakness. We don't know Bible like that. We just know small Bible. So, because of that, we have to take strength from everybody. So, uh, so we just we are just learning Bible you know, by by the Spirit. That's the key. We are learning Bible by the Spirit. 
So Bible is not interpreting Bible is not just reading and then carry your own ideas. Okay, this is and then you now have an idea and then start sharing everybody. It's not just like that. To interpret scripture is spirit coupled with doctrine. Amen. Amen. Yes. So Yes. Manner of man, the yeah, persons to be Ephesians. Yes. Come on. Yes. Elements shall melt with fervent heat. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Does anybody else want to want to add to, to these two scriptures? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So nobody wants to add to it. Eh? Yeah. All the two scriptures that I mentioned is what came to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to do of his good pleasure. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. I like, I like the, uh, the fact that we are engaging by scripture. That's good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, where's my, where's my, I've been looking for, okay, let me, I guess my mind <laughs> was done there. I'm like, why have I been looking for, so okay, there we go. Amen. Mm. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I guess I can start. So before I before I start, nobody wants to wants to add to it, have you? Uh, okay, so ah, I know you do not have the question on Tuesday, yeah. but uh I have it in mind, I didn't forget. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I don't know if the question is even maybe connected, but we'll see. I'll try and, after, maybe after I finish, I'll try and you know, maybe just take the question and then we'll go. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Peter. And I think. That, that Philippian scripture too is in my heart, but uh, I guess we we'll see 
how we move in. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. All right, let's go to Peter. Um, amen. First Peter chapter 3, Abby. Second. Sorry, Second Peter 3. Oh, there we go, yes. Second Peter chapter 3. There we go. Uh, so we read from verse 1. I know there was a time at the beginning, I think it was sometime earlier in you know, this year that we read the scripture a bit, almost in the similar, but Esther said, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Kai. Now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. And now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. I stir up your pure minds by way of, by the way of remembrance. That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days as coffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this day, for these they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflown with water perished. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But is long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the, which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. And the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. The works therein shall be burned up. Okay, maybe I was just having this conversation in my head. I thought we were talking about it for some reason. So I was like, oh, okay. So seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversations and godliness? Amen. Let me go back to the beginning. And uh, I just, that, that was a movement in my heart. I, the moment I said what I said, there's a movement in my heart. But 
I feel if I say it, I'll lose the thought. But I pray that the Lord will help me to remember this thought. But I don't want to just say my thing. Let me go as, as the move. You know the way the Spirit moves upon the water. We should move in Scripture like that as well. I think this is more of diligence and following the way than, you know, the Lord will help us. Because I think sometimes the Lord, while teaching, also wants to teach ways, right? The manner of ways, the way of the Spirit. Now, as, as I'm teaching, it's possible that, you know, you might be learning just the way. And it is the Spirit that is demonstrated. And it's not even majorly for me. It might just be for you, right? To learn ways in the Spirit. Amen. So the, the little, little, little things like that count spiritually. Amen. Carefulness, making sure, okay, I don't, okay, I have an idea, okay, but the Spirit says, okay, let's move there. Amen. So I read, said, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Amen. And when I read that scripture, the first thing that came to me, right, is, um, it says the second, this second epistle, so this is the second Peter, right? Yeah which is a letter, word, written to the church, right? Now, which church was he writing it to? Yeah, it, must, it must be the same church that he was writing to in the first epistle, right? And he told us who he was writing to in the first epistle. And in that first epistle, it says that Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, that's Peter, 1 Peter 1, right? To the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Say, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I think this is what the Lord wanted me to see. And it says that, see the letter I was writing to this elect. So the letter was for the elect. Right? So elect according to the foreknowledge of God. And of course, if, I mean, we've been listening and, you know, true teachings, we know that elect does not mean you are born again. Right? You might be born again, but not yet elected. Right? Because the scripture made it clear later what election means. Amen? And of course, we know that election has to do with development. Amen? When we, are grown, when we grow up spiritually, there's a way to develop. And, there, and the thing about spiritual growth is that there are, ah, I don't know if I can put it this way, there are two ways to grow. And I say two ways. Ah, God help me, I don't know. Okay, this, this is a sense, I'm passing, not necessarily uh, what is in scripture, but yes, it is, it, the thought is in scripture. Why? Because the scripture says, out of all that are born of woman, none is as risen as John, right? So John developed in a way different from all prophets, right, that made him stand out. And the scripture accounted it for him as none is a reason as John. You know, it's easy to easily interpret that as no other prophet has come the way John came. But that's not really what they're saying. I mean, even if we interpret that and then talk about, you know, teach, fine, maybe it's still okay. You get what I'm saying? But... Just in the sense, the scripture that the Spirit is bringing forth now is saying that none is a reason, right? The words used for scriptures are not just words that men just want to write and they just 
if you look at it, you see they are very particular. And then when you're using maybe the Greek and then trying to translate meaning, you notice that, well, you, okay, if you, look, if, if you look at all those Greek, okay, this is the intention, sometimes it gives more meaning. That, oh, this is because some, somehow it could rearrange the way we've been thinking concerning the scripture, right? Oh, because somebody can interpret the world as just the world, the people in it. What the scripture could just simply means the world as a system against God, right? <laughs> Imagine when you see a world there, you just assume it's not, you know, sometimes it's not explicitly said. But based on the previous conversation, you can have a, a sense of what the scripture is saying. So, for example, you see the world, when you see the world, just if you look before and after, you can get a sense of that. What this world means is different, right? Okay, so the sense I'm bringing is that the scripture is intentional, the way God allowed it to be written. So, when they say John is a reason, they're saying that he, he developed, he actually arose, meaning he moved up. And when he moved up means he was developed upwardly. Well, it's possible as believers, right, not to be developed upwardly. You can just develop sideways. Right? Uh, you can develop sideways. May may develop horizontally and not vertically. And in the world, and the thing about the, the world of Horizontal development is that it is vast. It can be anything and everything. It can be anything. It can be anything but God. That's the thing. You can take the things of God and use it to develop in many, 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 many areas. You can develop financially. You can develop, uh, what else? Well, let me put it this way. Anything that men do or like, you can use that for that and develop it. Right? You can use Bible develop money, you can use Bible, develop um, academics, you can use Bible, a career, all those things, you can use Bible for any of that. Right? And you can see that the, the, the way we Christians sometimes use sp spiritual growth, all those things, by the time, I mean, and you can find believers sincerely serving God, loving God. They believe that God is not just, you don't just serve God for your own, you serve God to just serve God. But really, when you look at what they do with their life, really, not just, they may not even be sinning or things like that, in, I mean, but you know, when I say sinning, I'm talking about the ones that men can see, right? Like fornication, adultery, those things. But sin is much more than that. Sin is not all those things alone. In short, sin hides behind those things. Such that somebody that is not doing any of those things can think that they are, they're okay. But not knowing that, no, sin is still inside that soul. And that, most of the time, we believers, we, we, this thing is a serious thing in the sense that if, if all believers can get this thing, honestly, all our lives will be easier. Christianity will not be as difficult as most people see. No, most, of the, most of the limitations in Christianity, in Christian growth, is just having insight into the soul of a man. What it is, the kind of fabric the Lord made it to be. Amen. But let me quickly move forward because of time, right? So they said none is a reason as John, meaning that there is a way to grow that the Lord recognizes. It is an upward development, right? Journeying upward, growing up spiritually, right? Developing up 
And there's what that entails. It entails coming into natures or coming into things that God calls his own. That's, that's what I'll use. And there are many things that are not God's own, own thing that God can give. Right? Now, God can give you air to breathe. That doesn't mean that is God's own thing. God can give you money. God can give you husband and wife. Right? God can give you husband. God can give you wife. Let me rephrase it. So because some people can hear that and just husband and wife, they'll be thinking, one person marrying husband. Okay. So what I meant, <laughs> what I meant is that God can give you wife. God can give you, <laughs> if you are a man, God can give you a wife. If you are a woman, God can give you a husband. Yeah. That's the way. Right? So nobody will say, I said something. Okay, this is clear. It's clear now. It is, if you are a woman, God can give you a husband. Who is a man? <laughs> and if you are a woman, God can give you a wife. Who is a woman? Born as a woman. Okay, thank you for adding that. <laughs> Born as a woman. <laughs> and, do, and, and if you are a woman, if you are a man, God can give you a wife. A woman. Who is a woman? Born as a woman. <laughs> Let's be clear. Alright? So, God can give that. God can give you children. God can give you uh, many, 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 many things. Right? Just as the scripture in Mark 11, 23, 24 said, right, if you would believe in your heart, right, you can have whatever. Believe and say, you can have faith. That's Mark 11, 23, faith. You can have whatsoever. Right, it means it can be anything. You can, you can get a lot of things from God, money, car, house, all kinds of things you can get. Job. Uh, you, can even, you can even get name. I mean name, popularity. Right? You can get fame. Right? What am I saying? So I say the gift. Right? Make it ways. Right? Now some of us, when we tap it down, we can also think that the works of our hands, our gift. Maybe you are a, you are a good... Uh, that insurance person, no, no, none of us do that, but you can be a good insurance person, you can be uh, a good uh, project manager, you can be a good developer, you can be a good, um, what are the things, that, what are the other jobs that, good cyber security expert, you can be a good doctor, you can be a good lawyer, you can be a good uh, uh, accountant, you can be a good what? Is there something else? Engineer, you can be a good realtor. You can be a good tax person, tax accountant. You know all kinds of things you can you can do. You can be all, all that, and, see, and that can make way for you, right? And God can use it, right? But that doesn't mean that the soul doing angling all that is developing. Because it's easy for us to quickly attach spiritual growth to things we can see as proof, but not pay attention to things inwardly. Inside. 
inside the soul. We just not pay attention to that. So, and it's very, that, that thing is very easy to do. Don't, don't assume maybe because now maybe we have, aware, we have some awareness that it's not easy to do. See those things, that tiny thing, just think, thinking growth spiritually about receiving God's life. You know, the way it is in our hearts sometimes is, is more concerning, uh, you know, you can put development as a second Second thing, you, we know that, okay, we are supposed to be Christians, we're supposed to do, you know, behave good, do good, okay, no, okay, all those things, but when we check our frame, what is easy is the things we can easily do that can give us, get us things, get us gain, right? You can have people that would do well, you know, career-wise, all those things, but... They pay little attention to their person. But they may not even know that their person is, is something to address or change. They may not. And it's possible because of the way Satan has raised us, even as Christians. As they raise, you know, it's not as if Satan sat down and possessed you. No. His ideas, frame, understand. There's a way he wires you to think. And then that frame has shut you off from receiving things from God. You can still be a Christian and be like that, but that frame will shut you off from God because there are certain natures inside that is against God's way. Amen. Let me quickly go back to scriptures we're talking about. I think I was just explaining, uh, you know, that arising, ar ar growing up, right? So the reason why I mentioned this is so to explain when jo Peter was talking to these churches, and he said, elect. So these elect, they are not just born again. They've journeyed. They've become saints. They've journeyed more than, to, more than being a saint. They journeyed how they become saints. Why? In Ephesians chapter 1, right? Uh, when Paul was talking to the Ephesian church, right? He said to them that after I have seen your love and faith towards all the saints, right? And towards all the saints, all the saints is not everybody and anybody. The saints, oh, the Lord is awesome. Why? There's a way he just labeled and named them. To be a saint, you must have used the milk of the word to grow well. You have been perfumed with it. You, are, you, you drank the milk of the word properly. Drank it. Use it for to grow. As Peter also said in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, saying that, see that, uh, okay, so say that, that wherefore laying aside all marriage, he said, as newborn babe desired the sincere milk of the word that she might grow thereby, right? So you now notice that the scripture, all that the scripture talks about, there might be many things, right, concerning what the scripture is saying, but when you look at it, the center of what the scripture is saying is still about growth, spiritual growth. And as you are growing, landmarks 
in growth. They began to explain that. Okay, as you are growing, see, this is the phase. That's the next phase. That's the next phase and next phase and next phase. Why? They had to do that to paint a hope. Imagine you are going to Cancun. Imagine, let's say, let's go to Cancun. How many would be excited? All of us. Oh, me too, I'm excited too. Cancun. Do you know why I'm excited? I have an idea what's in Cancun. There's an image I have about Cancun. There's a life I'm seeing about Cancun that is making me excited. The moment I hear Cancun, I'm not just seeing the name of the city, I'm seeing beach. I'm seeing lying down and enjoying a crossing leg and sipping margarita. An all-inclusive, oh, imagine you now have all paid expense vacation to Cancun. Oh my God, we'll all be excited, right? We'll all be excited, we'll all be happy. Right, but what is making us happy? It's not that we are yet we are there yet. It's because we, enjoy, we there's an image, there's a glory in Cancun that we can see, right? So the same way the apostles needed to give landmarks and paint the picture of where we are going, such that when you and I carry our scripture, we read it, we can be re, we can be reminded. Right? We can be reminded of where we are going. Remembrance. Right? We can be, we can be reminded. We needed to be reminded of where we are going. Now imagine that there is no remembrance concerning where believers are going. Do you know that we won't have answer to all kinds of nonsense going on in the body? Not just that. All kinds of nonsense going on in the world. In the world, all kinds of nonsense. Everybody will be sorrowful, sad, sick. By the end of the day, we won't have anything but just opinions. Just opinions. Ah, okay. You don't do that, don't do that. And the funny thing about these days is that opinions don't count anymore. You know, back in the days, if you have an opinion that has to maybe have any sense of good morality or I don't use morality, but that has some sense of righteousness in there. You no, know, in fact, you can prick heart and like, oh, okay, maybe I should change. Well, these days, all those are gone. People don't care about, you bring your opinion. Your opinion is just your opinion. Everybody, everybody have their own opinion. Uh, is it just, let them just say their own opinion, do their thing and go. Many people don't, they don't care about opinions anymore. Well, of course, scripture is not an opinion. Yeah. Scripture is the truth. Giving you, okay, this is the way. Right, okay, I, I'm just comparing that with scripture. But sincerely, these, these days, people are desensitized from opinions. It means nothing anymore. Even if somebody's going astray, just giving you, giving them a godly opinion, they will change. But now, no. The word, the word is fighting you. How many of us have thought that these days would, 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 would be where they would be persecuting Christians like this? Or you don't know that we are being persecuted? doesn't look like it, have you? But we are. We are being tormented. They are, they are, they are persecuting. 
governments don't make policies against other religions but Christianity. Have you ever seen any government policy against uh, Islam or Buddha or Buddha or anything? No, no. But the moment you hear Christianity problem, I was hearing what's that they were just now. I was hearing that somebody was in U.S. Is it Hillary Clinton was contesting and part of part of the cont- part of the, the what's that thing they used to call? Is it manifesto? It's not manifesto. I mean, part of the they have the campaign agenda. They give you the agenda. Part of it to campaign is that we will change a verse in the Bible. Can you imagine? How can you, for them to be so bold to even say it, just tell you the, the manner of disregard they have for the body, for, 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 for God, for Christianity. And you, can't, and you can't be doing such a thing and God will just be looking at you. And the funny thing about God is that both Satan and everybody that is with him and have their they're all working for God. That's just the summary of the whole thing. They're all working for him. Why they can't catch him by surprise? And that should encourage you and me too. That whatever Satan is attacking you with all those things is just know that why scripture says all things work together for good to them that love God. All things work together for good. Satan can't say, okay, maybe do something, and maybe, and there's something that happens, and that's, that's the end. No, no, that's not the end. It's a small thing for God. It's a, it's a tiny thing. Amen. Amen. So, as I was saying, uh, I did not enter here quickly. Ah, that was going on. So, I was, just, I was talking about um, the opinions, sorry, from opinions, uh, and I'm talking about the way... Uh, the picture of where we are going now, the what the, the world is now. Now imagine that there's no way of remembrance for that. Everybody will be confused, sad, depressed. And one thing I'm seeing these days is that that depression, depressing spirit is, I don't know, it's everywhere. Everywhere. I was talking to you know, a pastor friend, I think it was yesterday, and was just saying it to me too that, ah, that is beginning to see all this depression thing everywhere again. I'm like, see, oh no, yes. They to say yes. I say, okay. It's like that's what we are worrying against these days. I don't know. And, and I don't know how Satan, but it's, it's, not, it's not a new thing. Satan has been, there's, there's been a background for it. Just now that, you know, Satan, when Satan wants to use something, he doesn't create it in a day and then use it the next. When he's planning, you know, Satan is a god. If, what if everything he plans, he plans with a with God, godly touch. Yeah. I say God, it has a touch of a God. You know what? The touch of a God is things that can last years. Now imagine, have you ever thought that Christianity will be fighting for to know who is a true Christian or not this today? See that sense, Satan created it, started, started creating it a whole long time ago. It's not now. How? Systematically discrediting men of God. Systematically discrediting Christians. So that the image everybody have, even from real Christians, the image you have in our mind concerning certain things, is by default, oh, that's the wrong thing, that's the wrong thing. Okay, because of that, we can also be afraid. Right? But that's not how we were wired to be. 
There's, a, there's something about pure mind. There's something that pure mind, to have it, you okay, it's, it's almost that pure mind is explaining something in God. Your own pure mind is not God's own pure mind. When I say your own, I mean that the way men think, ah, I just have a pure mind. That's not how God's pure mind is. There's, there, there are judgments, things that resulted in what you have as pure mind. In short, that pure mind is a strategic mind that Christ have. When I say Christ, I'm not saying Christ as a person. I'm saying Christ as a nature. If, if you don't have the pure, if you, don't, if you are not growing into, like I was saying, that this, this thing is really why I'm even explaining that upward growth, right? Is there's a nature, Christ nature, that is, that when you look at it, you see that that person has a pure mind. When you think about pure mind, you know the first thing you think is the mind. But it's that pure mind is not actually from the mind, it's actually in the heart. Is in the heart, and of course, by the time you look at it, the mind too will be pure. Because the mind and the heart, they are intertwined. As a man thinketh, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaketh. Right? The mouth speaks. Then, as a man thinketh, so is he. Then out of the abound, and then he speaks. Now realize that there's no way you can have a pure mind without a pure heart. It's not possible. If your heart is not pure, forget about a pure mind. And we know that the pure heart has to do with Christ's nature. Because he says, and this is the end of all commandment, charity out of a pure heart and of faith unfeigned. So you now have charity out of a pure heart. There's a way they, 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 they create a pure heart. Right? And it's by way of growing and remembrance. What do I mean by that? That means that when a soul is developing, it's a way of developing and being constantly reminded. No, most of the time we think we just know and then we be, and then we just we just become. No, you need to be reminded. That's why sometimes you hear Christ, you hear Christ, even in teaching. Well, maybe they are teaching about everlasting and eternal life. They won't just go there. They would, sometimes they come back to, to Christ. Sometimes they come back to milk and and then so, and you'll be what, what, do you, what do you think the spirit is doing? It's by way of remembrance. It's to remind you. Perhaps in case you have forgotten, let's remind you. Okay, perhaps maybe you know before you dropped it, you couldn't remember again. Let's remind you. You see, God has God has fail safes. So maybe you maybe you've learned something in the past and you thought, I have forgotten. No, you've not. Just wait. See, all the teachings, what they are looking to give is a sense. If you can have that sense, only God can arrange scripture. To give that sense to you. This, this is partly where understanding scripture by revelation and understanding is important. 
Those some will just read scripture. Oh, this is what the scripture says now. Nah, is it not just yes, we know, but the way of scripture is also it's not it's not just plain like that. However, the Lord made it plain like that so that everybody will have something. And whatever you have, it's it it will be enough to save you. What I mean save means to be enough to take you out of hell. But See, that plain thing alone may not be enough to raise you up, to arise, to grow. Amen. Amen. I know we have, I'm just, sorry. This time I made it so, this, let me, let me reduce where it is. Okay. Amen. Amen. I think I was there. This might be it. Also like preaching. I don't know why I like preaching, but... <laughs> I'm hearing all of you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, it's by way of uh, what I was saying earlier. Uh, I was talking about uh, remembrance, Abby. <laughs> so, by way of remembrance, so they had to remind us every single time. So, I mean, in case maybe you you've learned something before, you thought maybe you forgot. There's nothing wrong in going back to listen again. It's okay. It's awesome to maybe re- refresh the understanding. Right? But even if that didn't happen, I'm not saying it's an excuse. So I'm just saying that if the heart is set right, if, the, if we, we wired our heart, right? Because sometimes, I know this thing limits us sometimes where you think it's just about reading and then knowing the specific and yes, there's some level to that. Yeah. Right? As the scripture says, study to show thyself approved. Right? There's that, but it's not just based on that alone. There's also the spirit that interprets scripture. Whereby if the Lord wants to give you a, a, a spiritual sense, right? A spiritual sense, there's a way the, the spirit can be talking to you, then be arranging scripture. To deliver that sense. Example, love not the world. Right? Maybe heaven is just get, trying to get you to not love the world. They can use many, 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 many scripture to explain it to the soul such that the soul can arrive at no, you must not, I must not love the world. Why? There's something about the world that I must not have. Right? This world is Deadly. I should not have it inside of me. Right? I, I thank God for some of us that wrestle against the world by way of talking against it. Thank God for that. But that's not only the only way to wrestle with the world. The, the, the best way to wrestle with the world is to deal with it from the inside. Because the world you see out there is not, the, is not, is not just something that is external or kana is a spiritual uh, what's that what's, is weaving is a spiritual weaving that resulted in what you see and the, the weaving is not any you can't find it anywhere if you look for it the only place where you can find the weaving is inside the souls of men that's it if you go into the spirit you won't see that the weaving is there 
Why? Because it's spirits that carry it, that knows the, in a way, that have the wisdom of the wickedness. You know, wicked is twisting and weaving. It's weaving things together. Wickedness. Wicked. Twisted. Weak. Right? It's a weak. That is, a weak is always twisted. Right? So it's a weak head. Right? It's a weak head. Twisted head. Spirit. A spirit that is twisted in the head. That is now making men like them. So they, what do they do also? They twist men's head too. To have, so that when they align themselves behind men, you look at the spirit, you look at the man, they are the same. Simple. No, I mean, I think this also can help us explain that question that we are talking about in last week and last two weeks, right? Is when you look at a man and you look at a spirit, it's the same that they have. So the, as the spirit is, and, it's, and it's, this thing I'm saying, it sounds like just English, Abby. When you look at it, there's a spiritual understanding around it. A, a twisted head spirit is clearly twisted because it's against God. If, if the head is right, it will not be fighting God. The spirit will fall from heaven. Their head will correct. He'll be like, ah, ah, he's Elohim. We should be serving now. Yeah, let's go back now. Oh, you wicked spiritual wickedness in high places, please. Let us go back. Don't be spiritual wickedness now. Be spiritual. I be spiritual. Uh, what's the opposite of wicked? Righteous. <laughs> spiritual righteousness. Let's go. Spiritual righteous head. Let us go. Right? That's what you see in the spirit. But these days, you just see. No, twisted head. So the, the way of fighting the world is fighting from the inside. If every man can fight the world inside of them, see all the wickedness in the world would disappear without you don't, without trace. You know, you won't even need to do anything. Yes, thank God. I guess maybe now we have to start speaking because I, of course you know. Ah, but if every man can start looking inwardly to deal with the wicked. Wickedness in the heart. You see the word with on the wickedness one unwoven. Then you begin to see righteousness. Then see righteousness exalt a nation. And they're talking about a nation. Of course, that will tell you that it's everybody that have that righteousness. So when they say it exalts a nation, so not just talking about one person. You have a nation. And one thing about that also is that, do you know that a man is also a nation? Why? Because you have many men on the inside. Many, 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 many. Or, or you can call them scornful men. You have, there are scornful men on the inside. And most Christians don't believe that because they don't know souls. Most Christians believe the moment you give your life to Christ, you are born again, Therefore, you are with God. Awesome. Is it true? Yes. However, there's where that truth is a reality. It is in the spirit or the inner man. Inside the inner man is all those things that the apostles were talking about. Scripture. Um, explaining you know, different phases of growth. Right? You see Paul talking about if any man being in Christ, he is a new creature. 
Now, if he's a new creature, did anything change about you physically? What is new? When I say new, means no, this is like like it's literally new. He's a new creature. He's a new creation. He's a new creation. Meaning is recreated and new. Now, a new creation is not a refurbished creation. Right? Is new. Entirely new. But that newness, when you look at it in, the, in, in a man that's just born again, you can't find it everywhere. Then what's new? Because when he says a new creature, it means that creation is entirely new. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what is new is the spirit. So when you look at the man, the new creation is really the spirit of a man and by way of import, there's some level of newness in the soul of a man. That is why somebody can be born again, still be struggling with lying, struggling with adultery, struggling with okay so all those problems that we see the problem is inside the soul now sometimes people will just say okay this person is, is, is not living right no is that they're not christians they can be christians but something is wrong inside our soul yeah. such that if they take them they can be saved by fire but all their works gone no but i don't want to be that kind of a person Whereby, as I go through fire, the only thing that will be remaining is dust. You know, imagine somebody passed through fire. All this thought that was just playing in my head today. You know, when something, why did I even think about this thing? Anyways, there was a, just look at it. What is it that if you burn it, it will remain? On, just think about it on net. What is it that if you pass it through fervent heat, it will remain? Eh? Stone. I think that's what I'm looking for. Is there anything else apart from anything stony that when you burn it, it will remain? Nothing. I'm trying to think. Actually, I'm thinking right now. Maybe sand. But, but sand is actually a small stone. It's a stone broken, like disintegrated. So it's still a stone. Right? What else? Maybe metal. But a metal is also a stone. Abi, it's an, it's, a, it's an element. Abi, it's not. Maybe we can look at it that way. It's, it's a metal stone. You know, is a stone melted? It's part of what makes up a stone. Right? At a certain degree, the iron will melt. Right? So, if you, how do they, what's the process of getting iron? We will learn, uh, is it chemistry smart today? Spiritual chemistry. 
right? Is it, uh, and I'm an engineer, I should know. I mean, I should know. <laughs> what they taught me, they taught me alloys and all those things. But they, did, they didn't teach me from where it started. They, start, they, they started teaching me after getting the element. You have the metal, you have alloys, you have alloys of metals. You can combine alloys to form a different alloy. You know, and maybe they taught me about sand, Sha. But I feel the same way you get gold, which is, you know, gold is not a metal. But actually, gold is actually, gold is actually sand or rock. Yeah. It's actually rock yeah. that you have to pass through fire, yeah. then it will come out as gold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think you checked. Did, how, did they, how, did, how do we get metal? Yes, iron. Uh, limestone, yeah. iron stone, stone. What else? So you have like uh, coke, <laughs> uh, air. Coke, air. Those are like ingredients. Ingredients. <laughs> but you, if you look at it, can you ever form a metal without the limestone? All these stones there. Can you? So is is it? I'm looking at it as more of a way of extracting the metal from the stone. Right? So, even metals came from stone. Right? What else can you burn that does not melt? So, that does not disintegrate, that does not that does turn to ash. <laughs> That's the word. Almost nothing. Actually, nothing. Because if you have all these cars, everything you are seeing, they were they were they were digged from the elements. How? How? Okay. If, if you want to make it simple, let's zoom back to the beginning. So you have the Lord created the heavens and the earth, right? Then you have man, you have animals, you have trees, you have the earth. Okay. Put everything on fire. What will remain? The truth of the matter is that. Nothing will remain. The only thing that will remain is the man. How do I know? When you burn a man, if you burn his flesh, he still has a soul. He still has a spirit. So even if his body falls, he will just awake. Hey, yeah. He will be looking. You know, how many of us have had that experience whereby you woke up and you are seeing yourself on the bed or something like that? Maybe not all of us have that kind of experience, but maybe some of us have the gift of, you know, prophet, uh, sorry, prophetic gift, maybe like uh, the sending of spirits or the Lord granted you an encounter where they just take you out of your body. You can be looking at, ah, I see my body on the floor, right? Or maybe you've seen movies, especially all those Nigerian Nigerian movies whereby they'll shoot somebody, pa, and then they'll see themselves falling on the floor. And after being on the floor, you just see one thing, just, the screen will just freeze, and then you start seeing something standing up from the body. Then you look down, look at my body, yeah, then disappear. Amen. But you see that when a man dies, he still remains. Right? Because depending on the level of heat you apply to the earth, right, everything may not, and the truth of the matter is that the earth is even survived by heat. If you go to the core of the earth, what you see there is terrible heat and pressure. Terrible. The further you go down, right, you yourself might, you can die if you are not in a vessel. 
that will protect you from the pressure and the heat. If the heat does not kill you, the pressure will you. So you must have it like a submarine. That one is even the easiest. You have, not, you have not even entered the ground. You are just inside the ocean. It's just a water, it's just a body of water. Right? That when you go, the further you go down, the, the weight of the entire water becomes the pressure beneath. Which will be pressing you down. If you don't have a submarine, which is a vessel, to protect you from the environment. They don't even need to, just, just drop to that level, just realize that you can't breathe. <gasps> then you die. No, you, I mean, the person that's, the person that's in the submarine, then the person dies. Amen. A rush. So, the, the elements, hey, God help us. Somehow, someone, I've shared, talked about that, but God will help us. Let me go to the scripture and read it. Sometimes it's so, so funny and interesting. This thing, just, just one verse that I've been teaching since now. I've not moved to the second verse. Jesus, help me. Amen. So the, 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 the only thing that will remain when burned, right, is when the earth is put under fervent heat, is nothing except the soul of man. You know, goats and everything, they will all die with, the, with everything. But man, if the body falls, it can, it can pick up another, which is a spiritual body. So that, that tells you now that what's mostly important about a man, or let me not just say what's most important about a man, Let's just put it this way. Man, generally, is extremely important. And I'm trying to say what is most important about the man is his spirit and soul. But that does not mean that his body is not important. Why? Because you need a body to function anywhere. What do I mean by that? To function on the earth, you need an earthly body. To function in the heavens, you need an heavenly body. Right? You can't take an heavenly bo- a earthly body into, an, into heavens. Know that, right? That is why when the Lord wants to grant you an encounter, they don't take your spirit, soul, and body alone into the heavens. Hey, God, let me, ah, let me be careful here. And that says, I'm trying to see, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever seen anybody had a trance? No trance is the highest level of prophetic gift. That in the trance, both his spirit, soul, and body intact was moved into the spirit to see things. Yeah? It's trance. That's a, that's a prophetic, in a prophetic vision, right? There are different levels. First, we call spiritual visions, whereby almost all of us might have had one. Spiritual vision, you don't, there is, the oil needed for that is very little. You can just see something speedily in the spirit. Almost, you know, sometimes you can even see a spirit. Speedily, as if something was there. You, it's like something is there. Right? Or maybe you are praying and all of a sudden you just saw something quickly. Ah! 
right? And it can play out as just thought. But it's not just a thought, it's something you saw in the spirit, right? Then there's another level to that whereby it's not just spiritual vision alone. Then you have a vision. Uh, I forgot what the name of that is. I also thought this. I can't remember again. But you know, it's true. There was a, we were just teaching about the gift. Not just gift, I think it was. Uh, I was actually thinking about being led by the Spirit, and then it, somehow it just moved into it, right? So there is a, there's a, another level needed whereby you can close your eyes and you can see into the realm of the Spirit. Yeah. Meaning that you are seen with the eye of your spirit and your soul, yeah. not, not including your body. Yeah. They can allow that, right? It's also possible that they can allow you to move into a trance where your spirit, soul, and body is moved into the vision. Like John on the Isle of Patmos. I believe it was on the trance he had. It was not, it's not just a vision. Maybe close the eye. It was it, almost like a trance that he had. Right? In that trance, he will still be physically where he is. People will see him physically. But it's possible he's moved in the spirit somewhere else. He can be there, but in Japan. They'll move him there. Spiritually. Right? I can't remember somebody I was talking to that was telling me where they were praying in the spirit and all of a sudden, they were moved to another, like maybe Kenya or something, to meet somebody, pray for them, and then <laughs> came back into their body. That's a weird kind of thing, I mean. But those that go through it, it's, it's an awesome gift, man. It's not a gift, really. It's a encounter. It's an awesome encounter. I mean, the it's discerning your spirit is a gift, right? <laughs> but being moved into a trance, that's an operation of the spirit. It's a prophetic spirit at work that can allow such a thing to happen, right? Now, I'm not talking about you being moved physically, right, into the spirit. It's different. Now, now let's look at Philip. Philip was moved. Both his spirit, they catch him like that. He teleported. But he didn't teleport into heaven. It just is like a pot, a pot, a pot that opened. He moved through it and, and came out somewhere else on the earth. Now, they can allow a soul temporarily come into the heavens, maybe because the Lord granted an encounter, but they can't live there with that body. They can't. To live there, you must have a spiritual body needed for that. Now, the Lord has now woven a technology of how men can have a body spiritually. And that thing is tied to the nature of the life in their soul. Right? Okay, is there a scripture for this? Yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I believe. Right? Talking about the glory of the star, the glory of the sun, the glory of the moon, they are all different. Now, don't 
Don't think just being a Christian and having a good idea about what you should do or not to do alone can buy you that the glory can differentiate between a star, sun, and moon and all the different stars. God is so awesome. How he created every single thing he created is preaching to you the kind of person you should be. You look at the stars, they are not all the same. Amen. Maybe we can reduce the volume a bit, just a tiny, a tiny bit. Sorry, I think in the... Amen. Okay. Amen. This thing is moving a bit. You, you cannot... If you look at different stars, galaxies, you, know, you have different stars. They don't all look the same. Meaning that they don't all... They all have different glories. The glory of the earth is different from the glory of Mars. I mean, you don't think... Earth is also a star, you know? Earth is a star. I'm sure it is a star. We have dwarf planets and all those, but they are all technically they are all stars. When you think of a star, you know the first image you think is those that five triangle, is it triangle <laughs> thing connected? That's a twinkle, twinkle, little star. And then I, I mean, sometimes my daughter will just be looking at the star and be afraid because they have eyes and mouth. Ah! And I can, if you ask her, that's probably the idea of a star she has in her mind. And for a, long, for a long time in my mind, a star is actually that I believe that when you go to the heavens, what they call star, that's what they look like. Honestly, I believe, for a long time, until when I actually grew up, and I was not reading it, and I realized that what science calls star is actually planets. I'm like, ah, so a star is a planet, Wow. When you look up, you see things blinking. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. It's a planet. So all, these, all those lights you see in the sky that will fill the sky at night. You're like, see all these stars. They are planets like Earth. Far away, they emit light. That's what you see. That you call light. The same way, you know, there are some... Okay, so a moon is different. But the moon also emits light. But the way it does that is different in the sense that it, 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 by itself, it does not generate light. It absorbs the light of the sun right, and reflects it. So it's just reflecting. So it's not an inherent light. Inherent light is a light that it just borrowed. So there are some stars far away that they generate light. So when, we, when their light hits us, that's how astronomers, NASA, all those, that's how they measure stars. It's their light they look for. So they're trying to also look at uh, the, star, the light of the Earth from being banged. There all kinds of things, I mean. So when they want to look at, for example, all those telescopes they put in the, in the, in the spa in space, those telescopes, they are to read the light, giving off by those planetary bodies. And they can, dis, dis, based on their light, they can tell what they are. Okay, this is this star, this is that star, that's that star. You have constellations, all those things. Now imagine how many stars that we have. Please, if they all have different glories, that should give us an idea. Do you know how many men? It says, and just God told Abraham, say, your children shall be well, as many as the stars of the heavens. So, if God created the stars, 
that by itself is telling you and me, see, oh, there are separation in this life thing. You can't just be saying you're a Christian, you follow the Ten Commandments, you don't do anything anyhow, all of a sudden, you're the best. No. Thank God you're doing that. I mean, thank, I mean, of course, I mean, I'm not, dis- I mean, what I'm saying, that doesn't mean that we should not treat, we like a, I mean, now, don't, you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> not that we're not saying, ah, no, 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 they said that, no, it's not just like that, so therefore, let me just do my, my thing. Kai, let me speed up, because of time. I forgot, I, I forgot myself, I forgot that we have, but honestly, this, this thing is just getting sweet, sweeter, so, uh, Kai. Amen, but, because I, I know we have, a, we have a question on Tuesday, I forgot. We can, we can, okay, she said we can add it to the next Tuesday, so. That freed me a bit. Amen. So, I'll try and, in the next 20 minutes and see if I can finish. In order to finish, therefore, I have to finish this thought and quickly go and finish the rest of the verse that we are reading. Amen. Amen. Now, all these things I'm saying, uh, what I'm trying to boil down to, is to, I, I, I hope I can bo- go down to the nitty-gritty of the frame, framing of the soul to understand it a bit. Well, okay, what, what's the work that the soul is doing? Right? If you can, just by, I know we know all of us here are masters in all these things, you know. <laughs> Amen. All of us are masters. And if I call, you know, our prayer warrior now, Kevo. You just start dishing out everything for you. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, uh, see that one? That one? Hey, that's how God set it. Hey, that's how we should. Uh, uh. Hey. If I call, you know, Sister Edith, no, she'll just, she'll just, she'll be talking, she'll be talking slowly. Uh, you know, the Lord said that, um, I just remembered that um, if we look at it this way, you know, the way you said it, that, you know, there's a way the soul is. And, you know, we know that, you know, we are not fully saved. And, you know, there's what the Lord is doing in us. You know, and, you know, imagine when I now do this. Yeah, you know. We just be dishing it out like that, small, small, like that. And then maybe we now call it, you know, you know, we just start. So, you know. Ah, uh, it's that this, this, this. Ah, uh, you know, Sister Grace. I mean, maybe there's another day we have for you, now, Sister Grace. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Or if I not call my wife, oh, that one now, eh? If if we start now, it's tomorrow we are going home. We'll, we'll just go home tomorrow. We'll not leave here. Now, if I not call prophet. No prophet here, no prophet. He knows himself. Prophet will just be prophesying. Your prophesied the go, you know. And you know that, you know, the, what the scripture says. I just said, you no, know, what just came to me is just that, you know, it do, ah. And to them, it's coming to, it comes to them. Like the word of God. <laughs> the word of the Lord came unto Zerubbabel. And then you have all those silent killers like Joy. Joy, don't you don't talk about anything. And then when somebody under, see that sister, she's not living right, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just said I just. 
okay, let's go back to the world, let's go back to the world. And, you know, if maybe somebody is listening to this, just sorry, you know, we just like being free and just, yes, you know, yes, just serving God. There's life here too. Yeah. It's not, we are not religious, sorry, exactly. you know. Maybe you're, maybe you're expecting us to just be arranged and, you know, just wear suit. I don't know, wear suit, sure, but you know, just wear suit and... Now, wear suit once in a while. I mean, I'm trying to wear suit more consistently now. At least I'm even more consistent than before now, right? Maybe, maybe I'm not wearing suit and, you know, firing it down like that. Sorry, you know, just, just the way the Lord wired us like this and we're just flowing like that. Amen. Because yeah. of time. Kai, time has gone. So, uh, I was talking about the, the, the way the soul is, right? And the way God tied the, the glory that is that a man can have to the, the wearing of his soul. Amen. Now, glories are tied to garments according to scripture. So the scripture, every sometimes when it's talking about garments, it's re- referencing a kind of glory. Then you now begin to see that the, the way the Lord separated Israel, right? There are specific garments given the more you move into the service of God. When you are, it's not all Israel that is serving God, but it's all Israel that believe in God. All the Israel outside the court, they are not serving. They just worship and believe God. Who the Lord put into the place of service are those that have been chosen out of Israel into the taban into the congregation into the area of congregation or what we call the outer court where Levi is somehow I just feel that we are just teaching all the songs we've been singing today right see they just took Levi out of Israel and okay let me not talk about that because I don't think that can be just an idea but it's scripture but I'm not going to talk about it but God took Levi out of Israel and God said, Levi is his own. And to God, all Israel is in Levi. That's what I'm saying now. Is when the Lord is looking at Israel, before they cut out the, the Leviticus order, all Israel was God's people. Right? You can liken that to being born again. But out of Israel, the Lord chose Levi to him for service. Levite is, Levi is mine. Before, okay, now, thank you, Holy Spirit. Before, every firstborn of Israel belongs to God. Later, it's no longer every firstborn of Israel. It is now every Levite. Then the Lord now said, there's a way the Lord redeemed all Israel in Levi. In Numbers, they take account. He took account of all the people. He took account of Levites. Now said that whatever is remaining between the numbers of Levi, so for example, if Levi is 10, Israel is 20. Everyone accounts for every Israel. Firstborn. Then the one remaining, there's an offering they have to offer for that to redeem them. 
So technically, the Lord is saying, as long as he's concerned, Levi is Israel. If he wants to look for Israel, he can just look at Levi. Then every Levite represents an Israel firstborn. Right? So there's a way Levi represents Israel's firstborn. So those ones are choosing out of Israel. So those ones, when they are choosing, they are not the same. And Levites have their garment. I mean, they have their glory. Then out of Levi, he took the priests. The priests have their own garment. You have white linen. Then when you now have the high priest, they are different. They have a different garment. And the Lord was saying that their garment is for both honor and beauty and glory. Right? So it means, in a way, it's the, more, the closer you get to God, the more beautiful you become. Right? As a soul. If that's the case, it means the more glory of the wearing of the soul. So when you now look at what all men fight themselves and do themselves, you now realize that what, what men are fighting. If, if, check the best Christian on earth that has no idea of upward development. Check them. I'm, I'm not saying the best, best of the best. I'm saying the best one that have no idea of upward development. They are still not beautiful. They are, and the best of the best their garment is closer to a carnal man. Why? Because even though all that they are doing may be with God, they may even not do certain things the world is doing, but inside of them, there is a wired, wire, wiring or a frame that is not necessarily different from an unbeliever, just with a different twist. Okay, maybe with a Christian sense. Okay, an unbeliever fornicate. No, we don't fornicate. But you still believed in a name, riches. When I say believe in riches, it doesn't mean that you like money. But you, be, you believe in it. You can do anything for it. Right? Meaning that when you are looking at riches, See, riches, <laughs> this thing I'm just saying, you know, for every soul is different. Rich, a simple scenario could just be you want this thing. Maybe you want this water bottle. Because you want it, you can do anything for it. Maybe you have two jobs. You can take the third one to be able to buy this water bottle. And guess what? All the free time. We already have less free time. Now all the free time we have, what we should use it for is to invest in the spirit so that we can reap reward of life. Because everything you are sowing into the spirit is not a waste. Right? Sometimes when you are sowing into the spirit, it might feel like you are getting nothing. Maybe you are praying and as you are praying, you don't feel like anything is coming to you. Just continue praying. 
you don't have to see. Sometimes I'll pray, I'll pray, 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 pray about something. It's as if I'm even blocked, safe. But with faith, I'll continue. When the thing, prayer is answered, I might even have forgotten about what I prayed for. Oh, and I, oh wow. God, yeah, God answers prayers. It just may not necessarily be the way you want it all the time. But the time you already have is already sacred. Why do you want to now take more time out of your hand? Now, when I say more time, it means that, okay, do you walk or some? You are walking. It's the Lord that bless the work of your hand. Right? When I say now, don't kill them, it doesn't mean that people will now not go and walk again. Walk. If not, Ibiapa, sorry. Onga we. Why are you here? Why are Seriously. And here's the thing. When hunger is wiring you, don't expect brethren to come and bail you out. That's just the truth of the matter. Should they walk in love? Yes. But let the Lord move them. I think, hey, Pastor, 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 uh, was, TJ hey, was, was teaching during the season of how to be led by the Spirit. He mentioned something like this, which was so funny. So you think you go and do any harm there? Expect, say, don't worry, it's God that move brethren. No? If the Lord does not move brethren, sorry, you will suffer. Yeah. Say, there was a time somebody was needing money. He wanted to carry money. He said, no, don't do that. Ah, he was wondering, no, no give, why? Later, I was now talking to another pastor. The pastor was not explaining things about the person he wants to give money to. Now I understood why the Holy Ghost tell him, no, don't give the money. You know, by default, we all think because everybody should work in love. Then by default, what they, what they are, they should just throw it at you. No. Let the Lord have to move them. If they are not moved, sorry, you are on your own. So that means that don't bank on brethren. Hey, thank you. Thank you for adding that scripture. Say, he that does not work, let him not eat. So when you are telling work in love, brethren, the brother will tell you, he that does not work, let him not eat. <laughs> both of us are both quoting scripture, Abby. It works. Time is going. So, and of course, I mean, I, the thing, what I'm saying is that, and you can't go and tell Holy Ghost, go and tell that brethren to work in love towards me. And guess what again? The brethren too can even, Holy Ghost can tell that they still don't work in love because they too, they have shortcomings. What are we all going to do? Are we all going to die? <laughs> so now, because the brethren too you are depending on is also have weaknesses too. That they are going to, maybe, maybe it's now during your own case that maybe it's that one they now use to learn. But what that means is that <laughs> while they are learning, sorry, you just have to suffer loss in that season. You know what I'm saying? I guess the sense I'm trying to give is that think more towards flowing. Give the sovereignty to God. Not just you know, expecting, putting demand on brethren. It's the Lord that is, we are still you know, working in you know, different, different situations and things that might, that might happen. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, let me quickly go back to what I was saying, right? So there's different levels of glory. So Israel, like I've said, Levi, they all have their garments. So the, the glory that a believer 
would have once they leave the earth is tied to their garment. And what wears garment is not your body. Your body does not wear garment. Your body wears cloth just as a sign of what happens to your soul. How? Check beginning. Adam was not naked, but he was naked. Right? So meaning that he had a wearing. It was a garment. It was not, you can't see it, but it covered him. The moment he left the glory, all of, he became naked. Why? Because he actually lost a wearing. He lost it. But because he had a sense of wearing, he quickly sewed fig leaves. Put it on. Because you understand wearing. Every soul understands wearing. Maybe souls may not think it is because it has not been taught. Right? But souls have wearings. Your wearing is your friend. Then woven to your nature. All those things. He said, they're all wearing it. Souls have wearings, garments. You know, our predisposed, predisposed uh, nature to certain things is a garment, is a wearing. Not caring about too many things is a wearing, is a garment. You can take it off and wear something else. Why right, start caring? The same way you change clothes, the same way you can change garment in the spirit. Just that you have to realize that this garment, I need to change it. Right? Like knowing it is dirty, filthy. If you don't know it is, I mean, have you ever seen a dirty cloth and you have a clean one and you just showered and still think, let me wear this dirty cloth? Only in rare cases, maybe you didn't have any clean clothes. Or something shall happen, then you now have to wear the dirty one. But are you telling me that they are going to put one nice, you know, sparkly cloth beside you, and then you see one that is dirty and wretched, and you wear that dirty one on purpose? No. It means that they have to open it, just like Zechariah. Yeah. See that time when he said, take off the filthy garment, is a moment of revelation for Zechariah. Because he didn't know he had that garment, right? But that garment, he picked it from where? From Babylon. Now, that garment he picked from Babylon that he was wearing, which is a spiritual garment. What are they? They are the ways of Babylon. The way they think, the mind of Babylon. So he's wearing the mind of Babylon. He wore it. Which is filthy. And then you know what? Change the garment. Then it took it off him and wore him a garment of righteousness. Right? Now, why am I saying this? It's because the soul is an important part of a man. Any Christian that does not think about glory, right? Eh, perhaps you might as well just, oh, how do I put it? Maybe people should help me preach. If you don't think about glory, what should happen? Who doesn't like glory? Even on the natural, you like it. Not think of heavenly glory. And you know earthly one is nonsense. Right? 
Now, see, I'm going to center on something that will end and go. I'm sorry, it's only chapter one of that second Peter I read. But I guess if we didn't take anything out today, let's take this, this key thing. The soul is important to every man. Also, there's a way to develop the soul. And also, spiritual growth is about arising. It's being developed upwardly. Because there are many things you can be developed on. Even with Bible. The hand of the Lord does not develop upward. But there are many things the hand of the Lord can do. The hand of the Lord can give you all kinds of things. It is only his face that develops man. Kai, I'm just getting to to the message, eh? It's only his face that can develop men. Without the face of God, forget develop, spiritual development. The hand of the Lord can, can help a soul grow to a level. Because the hand of the Lord is, an, is the expertise of the Holy Ghost. Now, that doesn't mean the Holy Ghost is not part of his face. It is. But when the Lord stretch hand like this, you see all kinds of things with the Holy Ghost. All kinds. Holy Ghost move there. But there's a, another aspect of the Holy Spirit that is about the face and the countenance of God. That one is a different wearing entirely. How many of us know that Holy Ghost is also a garment? Kai is the wearing of the Father. And the Son, they wear Him. Holy Ghost is also a garment. It's also a kind of glory. If you get to know the Holy Ghost well, there are some level of glory that can be residing within your person that can move you up to begin to think more of heavenly glory. Think more of the end of your faith. Right? So like I was saying, this, ah, Jesus is Lord. Maybe the Lord, God, maybe the Lord doesn't want me to go too, too much for because I know the mind that started this thing with, if I start teaching like that, I'll just be teaching all kinds of revelations. But I think this is the revelation everyone wants us to learn today. Amen. So, I guess what I'm, again, I think what I'm saying is clear, right? Regarding the soul, regarding how Christians should be. Right? Christianity is not just one simple, simple, let's, and then go, no. Or just, just about. There are, all, see, there are different areas to these things. But the summary is it boils down to the, what the Lord, what the Lord is doing is in the soul. Right? Now, that I must, if I don't say this before we end, then I guess because I have to say it because it's, that's where the, the direction was coming from. Right? In the sense that what the Lord is doing, the moment you get born again, is actually inside of you. It is in your spirit. See, your spirit, when you get born again, has all the information of righteousness. But your soul hasn't come there. There's a need to now import the life inside the spirit to the soul. Now, see all these things. The question is, hey, okay. I guess I haven't explained this. Then now I'm now explaining this aspect of everything melting. Right? Now, they put a soul, a man, through fire. If that soul is not a stone, that's why I was asking that question earlier. If it's not a stone, by the time that soul came out of the fire, what you see is ash. And then you hear the scripture talking about giving them beauty for ashes. 
when the scripture is talking about that, what is that, what is that scripture again? That's in Isaiah. Isaiah 60 or 61. Let me quickly read it. And again, earlier, let's remember, I mentioned about the, the garment of a priest, right? The wearing of the soul, really, which is for beauty, right? So the work the Lord is doing is inside of you, inside your soul. The Lord has also made a provision inside your spirit. Amen. So, and the way somebody was, as I said, okay, let me quickly read it. Maybe, let me read it. I was, I'm trying to rush a bit, but God help me. In the time I was gone. Uh, is this 61? Yes. That's 61 verse 3. Or let me read from verse 2. It says, To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. Say, to comfort all that mourn. Say, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Right? Say, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Amen. Now, beauty for ashes is telling you that they have actually gone through a process. Right? In a way, they've gone through some level of fire to be refined. After they have been refined, what they had is beauty. But if something else passes through the fire, what it will have are ashes. Now, what I'm seeing is turning from grass to stone. There is the changing. Every grass is flesh. Every grass is carnal. Right? Now, because it says, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. That's still Isaiah, Abby. And the glory of the grass is of the what? Is the flower that faded away. Here today, gone tomorrow. Peter also said the same thing. Right? In 1 Peter chapter 2. Right? Towards the end. Uh, it's 1 Peter, Abby. It's 1 Peter. Chapter 2, saying, so, oh, verse, verse, chapter 1, sorry, verse 24, say, For all flesh is grass, and, the, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which is by the gospel preached unto you. Right? Now, this, this first Peter, 2 Peter chapter 3 we were reading. Right? Later, I started talking about elements melting with fervent heat. Now, now that's a picture of the world. Put it on fire that I was trying to depict earlier. Meaning that anything that is not developed to be a stone, that thing being a stone is a whole lot of thing. No? That stone has some... What's the property of a stone? It is rigid. It is solid in a way, Right? Meaning that there will be some stability when it comes to the life of God. Or stability against the world. You're no longer tossed to and fro. There must still be some tossing because some stones are tiny and wind can blow them. But at least you have some, you have some resistance to some level of winds, right? Blown by doctrines, right? By every wind of, every wind of doctrine, right? And those doctrines are taught by spirit, Right? 
like I was saying, the spirit that wove the way men think on earth. Every soul must be developed to think upward, to think developed. And I think the summary of the center of everything I've been teaching is really more about being developed, that area. We've been talking about it for some time now. Being developed is very is important. Christians must know that we must be developed, we must grow. And when we grow, there's something that is happening to you and me. There is the garment of the soul that is changing. Or there is a life inside the soul that needs to change. If a believer, right, just thinks about all he knows by himself, it's been difficult for such a soul to grow. There are things to learn in Bible. Things. If, if whatever you know does not touch nature change, that kind of work will have to be willing because it will, it will not, it will, it, that kind of work will not pass through. Or it will pass through fire, it will just be burned. Like I was saying earlier, when such a soul. Now, this is all I will say and I will end it. Ah, I hope, I hope, I hope, if I say something, I want this message to have a head, right? But where I'm coming from is that there's, see, the, all the, I guess this is the answer, all the answer to developing, the Lord has put it inside your spirit. So in case you might be wondering, ha, so how do I develop? How do, all the answer to that is inside your spirit. The Lord has made provision in there. There's a kind of man the Lord wants you to be. There's a kind of man the Lord is looking to reap. It's called El Man, man of God. Oh man of God. Every man ought to be a man of God. Meaning the, the nature of God should be in every man. It's El Man. A man of God. A man that have the nature of God. Just a man that is anyhow, or that goes about their own thing and then say, God, okay, well, this is my thing, bless it. No, it's okay. What are the things inside of you? I want it too. That is careful about that, that is thinking about that. If a soul has not got to the point where they begin to realize that they have to change, ah, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done inside that soul. If the, Christ, if the Christianity inside this soul has not registered inside that soul, that this soul must be a man of God, it must change. Therefore, we still need to pray for such a soul. Why? Because that soul is still ignorant of God's ways. We can be Christians and still be ignorant of many things. Even though we quote scripture, I can even be telling you all kinds of nice things about, oh, this is what you should do, this one what you know. But see, being aware of the man on the inside, there's a lot that the Lord is doing. Like I was saying, don't, and the little, little, little things you have, don't despise them. Because they are works to make a stone. And see, there are different levels of fire. There are fire that will burn grass. There are fire that will burn stone. Just that the difference is that when it burns grass, it turns to ashes. But when it burns stones, it can be refined as gold, as silver, as bronze. Right? Those are still precious metals. Right? We all love gold and silver and all those things. You know, that there's a difference between a good and an ash. So every walk will pass through fire, be it stone or grass. Now, seeing that all elements will melt with fervent heat, what manner of persons ought ye to be? Really, what kind of what kind of man should I be? It's the kind of person every man should be is El man. 
is the man of God. What manner of man? The answer, Peter was asking a question, what manner of man ought you to be? The manner of man you should be is a man of God. It must be an L. L man. L man. That is what the Lord is raising. So if they ask, what manner of man ought you to be? I have an answer. A L man. A man of God. Or a woman of God. That's what every man ought to be. Why? Because a man of God would go through fire and be purified. He would receive beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. That's what the, the cry of our heart should be. That we should be held. And see, and to be an L man is not difficult inside your spirit. I mean, everything you need to be, you can find it in your spirit. How? To be Christ, you can find it in your spirit. When you become Christ, then both your spirit, your soul, and your body can be a man of God. Fully of God fully made of God. There's not, no difference there. And I say that uh, Christians should not put, put their attention to, to things that will melt. Don't associate true Christianity with anything that will melt. That when it goes through fire, it can't be silver, it can't be gold. I mean, don't go for silver or go for gold, but at least if you have bronze, you have silver, you, st- you, st- you are still better than a grass. Aim for gold. Abi, but don't aim for those things that when you put it off, check it, anything. You're trying to make it, you're trying to, okay, what is worth doing as a Christian? Take it, throw it inside fire. When it comes through fire, what will it become? Is it gold? If it is gold, pursue it. If it will melt and it will turn to ash, not gold, just take your heart away from it. Don't be carnal. Don't don't, don't sell your soul for ash. Don't sell it for naught. When you sell your soul for ash, you are selling it for naught. So don't sell it for naught. Make sure that what you are spending your soul for with, with, will provide for you an eternal weight of glory. Amen. Amen. So, so this is telling us, is an answer to a question. What manner of man ought you to be? There's a manner of man you can be if you grow. Um, I feel sad that I didn't teach all these verses of First Peter. It's just first one that I thought and that was it. Right. And the sense from that that I was open to pick out is, see all these things, they say by way of remembrance. Right? That's what Peter was saying. Say that, I write unto you a boat which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. And of course, this pure mind is talking about those that have grown. Right? And like I said, in 1 Peter chapter 1, it was talking about elect. So those elect, elect, an elect is a, is, a, is, a, is a soul destined for gold. An elect is destined for gold. It's not just a newborn believer that just quotes scripture and criticize everybody, finish. You know, there are some that their job is to just criticize pastors and everybody else. But when you check the soul, what's the weight there? You can t- just look at the weight in the soul. It's like leaf, it's like grass. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Time has gone. Mm. Praise the Lord. Mm. I'm sorry I won't be able to take that interpretation because of time. But but I feel it's just it's more of an impression. 
is an impression concerning the manner of man. Right? You are going for gold, go for gold. Don't, as a Christian, don't, don't go for mere things. Go for go, much more than gold. Amen. Amen. There is growth spiritually and it's all littered in scripture. They're talking about development spiritually. So as Christians, there must be a mind of being developed, of going for gold. And that gold must mean something to you in the spirit. That's the reason for painting pictures in scripture of the manner of man you should be. Amen. And then they were talking about the world we've been overflowed with water and perish. I couldn't teach that, but maybe next time I'll continue this and then we'll see where the what heaven will take us. Because I feel I just thought, but where I was going is verse, verse uh, 11. I only read one. But the Lord will help us. Amen. So if there's anything that our heart should also pick is that sight of becoming the man of God. And knowing that even though there will, there will be ways that the Lord will bring things out of your spirit for you to see. Because there's a deposit. And don't, don't despise those things that you've been able to see. And you've been able to identify. And you've changed to. Don't despise them. Let those ones encourage you. If all other aspects of your shortcomings is staring you in the face, look at the ones you've changed. Ah, but I've changed from here to here. Let it be a consolation to you. Don't let the rest of the worries overwhelm you. But as a Christian, as a child of God, go for God. Go for, go for being the man of God. Desire to be a man of God. I'm not saying desire to be a preacher. There's a difference. Desire to be a man of God. That's what a man of God is. It's inside the soul. When the, when the soul is framed, if that soul should fall, it will pick up the body suited for it based on the beauty of its soul. Depending on the garment that it's wearing, that's the kind of body to pick up. Just as I was explaining, the different stars differs in glory. I pray the Lord will help us to begin to desire more of God. Can we just begin to pray and thank God today that heaven will help us to desire more of God and to, to be consistent in going for the life of God that we will not be weary of becoming a man or journeying to becoming a man of God. A prosaity that heaven will help us to begin to see all the beauty that our soul can wear, all the beauty that we can become. That the heavenly beauty that heaven that the Lord has said that grace will be given for our soul to be able to see it. That the picture of the heavenly beauty will begin to come upon our heart. A prasata vadimoshita kalima. There's a beauty that our soul should have. There's a beauty within our heart and our soul that we must have. Can we just begin to pray that heaven will give us grace, grace to, to be able to see it, that all the beauty that our soul can become, those beauties can be seen in the Lord, begin to reveal in just natures inside of him that we can see, identify. Let's just begin to pray. Thank you, Father. Mahata Nakasa, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. No, you can continue praying this prayer, you know, you know personally, and you know, as the Lord help us, Amen. I believe the Lord will. Let us thank God for the Father. We thank you, we give you all the praise. Thank you for today and how you've helped us even to move into your world. Say, be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for each and every one of us that is not seeing even the beauty of your life yet, or being discouraged. We ask, Father, 
that you will give sight to each soul to see the beauty you are making us to become in the name of Jesus. That the hope of the beauty will be properly installed in our heart in the name of Jesus. Wherever we are struggling, even being overwhelmed by our weaknesses, that the Lord, your consolation, uh, which is your spirit and also Christ, will begin to come to us for comfort in the name of Jesus. You will comfort those that are in Zion. We pray, Lord, that comfort will begin to flow to each and every one of us, every one of us by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit comfort us by bringing sight even to the beauty of the things you've done already. Not, just, not to be overwhelmed by those things that we seem to, to fall short in. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We pray that much more grace to sell ourselves for you, to give all for you, will be supplied in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You dwells between the cherubim, shine for You dwells between the cherubim, shine for